I'm Steve. I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. Despite only spending about 90 days together before our wedding, we've now been married over 25 years. And we were only together for about two weeks before getting engaged. That might qualify us as 90 Day Fiancé OGs. Probably not, but that coupled with being super fans of the shows does qualify us to sit down each week and talk about the episodes, cast members, and the general chaos that surrounds their families. Just like ours. Today we are 90 Day Fiancé, coupled with chaos. We're talking about The Other Way, Season 2, Episode 7, and Happily Ever After, Season 5, Episode 5. Happily Ever After should be more of a question mark, especially this time. <laughs> it is in the show. You know, I used to think Jahoon, I used to think he was just kind of a dopey, fun guy. Uh-huh. You know? And He's like a like a perpetual teenager. Right. You know? So, you know, and he, he they should almost be ha- on the Happily Ever After show because they're veterans, but they're not. Those are the, that's the other way. And I swear I looked in Devin's eyes. And I tried to think of a time where I felt like that. Yeah, she looked pretty. Uh, like she, she, like she defeated. lost. Like it was over. Yeah. And she's only what twenty four. Yeah, and she looked exhausted. She had like dark circles around her eyes. I don't even think it was tired. I, I'm not. I mean, I'm. She may have I been tired. I think she was mentally, emotionally, and physically tired. You got like, at the same time without hope. There's yeah. no hope. None of it. She had nothing. That was horrible. It was something I hadn't hadn't seen. You know, she he said something about putting his money in his mom's account, and you know, we kind of looked at each other and talking about it. And I I don't think you thought that that was an issue, but I think he might be making it up. I guess that's possible. So you know, he keeps talking about I'm stupid, I'm selfish. Uh, over yeah, but he's and not over doing again. anything to change it. Is the thing at all. You know? It's just the you know same story another day. <laughs> he said he's got no marketable skills, is what he says. <laughs> I have no marketable skills. He said I didn't go to a good college. I've got nothing. Yeah. What he's good at, though, I think he's good at napping and resting. Seems to be. <laughs> so, and you know, she was just beaten. She said, "If you love me and the kids, you would have helped us. If indeed he's got thousands of dollars in the bank with his mom." I, I don't believe that he does at this yeah, point. Yeah, I can't imagine. He has just lied and lied and lied over like and over again. I can't imagine that there's, they stay together. Mm, I mean, Yeah, it's not looking good. I think we say that more about all of them, but... Well, I, I mean, mean, she's got two kids now, you know? She's living in real life. Yeah, he's not. Right. He's still in... He's still in, in, in playboy mode. <laughs> yeah, but he's not a playboy. Right. I, I got to know how they ran into each other. I forget that. Do you remember? Um, I think he was on vacation. So he had enough money to... Well, I guess he was selling phones at that point. Yeah. So maybe yeah, that's where he money. got his money. He had dirty money. So, you know, speaking of money, I think we look at Summit and Jenny. You know? She had quite an eye-opening experience in the talk with his his yes, brother. Yes, his friend. Well, that was his brother, wasn't it? No. Oh, I no, thought it was. No, it was his best friend. Ah. Uh, and that's why Mirage, I think, is what his name. Yeah, that's why he didn't tell her what he knew because he said, you know, this is my friend, and I, you know, I had to keep his confidence. But 
I thought that you needed to know, and I encouraged him to tell you. She looked pretty upset with him about uh, not having, I guess, the, the, the gumption. Ready. Well, no, to tell him that her friend. He said, "You know, you had the opportunity right, to right. tell me, and you did not." But you know, later in the commentary, she said she understood that that men, their male friends in that country, are very, very tight. And so she said she understood that he couldn't uh, betray the confidence, you know. Yeah, but and and he said that he knew that what they had together was something was special, and if he told, if he told her, then that would that would just ruin that. Although these years of trouble, they better end up happy. Or yeah. Else, you know, I think she's just she is really just gonna be crushed. Right. So the heat's on. Do you think Summit has some kind of paperwork already done? Yeah, I mean, I th I think he's making payments and everything. I think he just probably does know that it's going to take a long time because that's how it is there. Plus, the the ex the future ex wife has the ability to drag things out, mm. just like his friend said. So I think he's aware that it's going to be a lengthy process, and that she probably would flip out if she knew that. And I think that that's why he's delaying her seeing the paperwork or seeing anyone from the court because he's afraid that she'll find out how long wow. it could take. And she's so old that, you know, I mean, geez, something could happen to her before they work it all out. Right. But technically, I think in certain parts of India, you can still have more than one wife. Yeah, that's what somebody had so said. So technically, you know, the maybe talk? they could go ahead and get married there and just wait for <clears throat> for the other wife to disappear. I guess people disappear a lot. <laughs> so. But I'm not sure, um, you know, I don't know what her religious background is and whether or not she'd be okay with that. You know what was lacking, I think, in the whole week was just there wasn't a whole lot of funny going on. Yeah, other than, you know, the rat chasing. Yeah, incident, and I think we'll get to that. Funny. But there was just nothing. I think there were laughs of things that we laughed at. Right. But there wasn't. There wasn't just, you know, normally there's something funny going on, and, and it was just a lack of that all week. This right. was kind of a serious, a down, depressing, and serious. Yeah, well, there was a lot of crap going down, Yeah, you know, with everybody. Yeah, and I think one of the ones where we go, there isn't, I think, a lot of crap that we thought, you know, um, last week, uh, Ariella and Binyam, you know, she came. Yeah, they're so sweet. They showed the apartment. And, you know, she wasn't happy, but, but his reaction was, I guess, somewhat muted. He didn't seem too taken aback by it. But what we had this week is, is Ari's mom came, and, yeah. and she was none too happy. No. But, I mean, she wasn't brutal, but no. she, they were relentless about this is unacceptable. Right. This is not, not good safe enough. for a child. I mean, you can see her perspective, not just as a mom, but as a health care provider. You know, she's a nurse. So, of course, she's looking around at the extremely unsanitary conditions and just thinking, oh, my gosh, this is nothing but a germ pool. Right. You know, and to bring a new newborn baby into that, obviously, that's outside of her realm of understanding. You yeah, know? but, I mean, let's p put it in perspective. You know, I think we talked a little bit about how good we have it here right. as compared to other right. countries. Right, I mean, that's, that's kind of typical conditions of a lot of countries. Mm. I mean, I think there he had access to water. It wasn't yeah. fresh running water. Right, every... I said to you, I mean... Some of those places, you only got to walk six miles to get water in jugs and carry it, you know, 
on a yoke, <laughs> you know, and and some children live their lives carrying water back and forth. That is their sole function is right. to keep water coming to the family every day. Right. So I mean, geez, he's a step up from that. It's like an episode of Naked and Afraid. You know, somebody's <laughs> just always you're always getting water and right. boiling water. I think a lot of Americans, unless they've really studied, you know, world history, um, really just don't fathom what how good they have it and what life is actually like in other countries right air conditioning they really take it for and, granted and hot running water i think we kind of right. get into we'll talk about paul and karini later you know right. just about how paul really expects karini just to be wowed by america and you know in watching pillow talk and um some of the commentary that was made from annie annie right? yeah um about even in the Dominican, that the, mm. there's similar conditions, and sh- that she grew up at, at times in her childhood with many of the same well, yeah. conditions, or even worse. So you know, she could at least relate. <laughs> she said, I- "I've lived there," you know, right? And she goes, "It wasn't that bad." <laughs> right? She was managed to, you know, she made it through. Right? You know, uh, the kitchen's not so bad, and. You know, it was... Right. And like she said, you know, you don't get sick so fast. <laughs> right. And that's what you're raised in because you're exposed to germs and you're more tolerant of them, you know. I think we, you know, we think, you know, the pillow talk this time was, I, you know, more funny than the episode. I think if if we'd have just watched that, that yeah. would have, you'd have had better that spirits coming out of this. But, you know, I think we see Annie, you know, Robert and Annie. And yeah. I'm not sure Robert, you know, Robert's a... A bit, I guess, loud and abrasive, but that's, you know, just typical, you know, who he is. But Annie's just, I think, so so sweet and genuine in everything that she does. And and really just funny. So, you know, that was a lot more fun than the episode was. Yeah, he's he's like a New Yorker type, you right. know. <laughs> he's pretty loud. Right. City. So, I, I think when we think of Binyam... I mean, you see, what do you see? When you see Binyam and you compare him to all the other guys oh, in these so two shows. Oh, he's so straight-laced and proper. He seems so well-educated and well-spoken and so kind and uh, thoughtful. And gosh, he's like a, a prince compared to the rest of the guys. And I think attempting to provide. He really is. I mean, look at... you, you got to give him an A for effort. Let's roll. Let me just roll quick. I think we can exempt Kenneth and Armando from this list but we look at uh, we have Binyam well T- Tim doesn't even count and he wasn't even in the show and that's probably good Summit I guess Summit was trying he got himself a place to stay right we have Jahoon um Asuelu yeah. Andre Colt Michael Paul and Sinjin those yeah, are the guys a bo- you got a lot of non-working fools on that list right and I'm not, I mean, Binyam seems to have multiple jobs. Yeah. And working on renovating a place for them to stay. I really wish that would have been done. He's looking pretty good, too. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> Somehow he managed to uh, have quite the uh, physique in the middle of well, all he's working. that working. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's not spending a lot of money on food. <laughs> so, you know, I said he's like a UFC style type fighter. You right. know, I don't think he's a UFC fighter, you know, an MMA type of guy. Yeah, so. he seems very nice. I I can understand how the two of them hit it off. Yeah, I mean, I think deep down inside, Ari is probably a nice, sweet person. Yeah, and and he's is like I said, seems very genuinely kind. And she and has caring. a certain I don't know what you'd put on her, like a certain 
I don't know, a little cuteness about her. Uh-huh. I don't I don't know how you I'm not sure how to describe it, but just, you know, she's just a a cute kinda, she's kinda down to earth, yeah. you know. More Despi- so than her mom. Dis- despite being well, you know, the, sometimes that happens. You can get quite conservative parents, and right. you know, you can get quite a liberal child. She's almost like uh, she's almost like the hippie of the family, right? It would be like <laughs> you know, you know what I think about? It's like Gloria from All in the Family, right? Exactly. Which that'll just show how old we really are. <laughs> but that would be typical. Yeah, but Binyam's no meathead, right? Right. Andre would be meathead, right? Right. No job. <laughs> Lots of opinions. Lots of opinions and no job. That would be right. Knows the answer to everything. Right. (laughs) So that would be it. So, but I think think we see Binyam as, he's the star guy at this point. Yeah, definitely. He's a catch. Of the season. You know, and you can't help or you can't, I mean, people can't control where you're born. Yeah, I mean, he seems exceptionally refined for the environment he comes from. We saw some pictures of his previous, I think, has been floating around on social media in the past couple of days, of just his wife and his other child. I saw, Ex-wife. Yes. I saw some video rolls. Evidently, they're weddings on a YouTube video. So. Wow. Well, you know, as you start to get more modern, stuff like that's going to be out there. Right. You know, people have done that. So we saw, who else did we see? We saw Kenneth make his road trip. Yeah, I can't wait for them to meet. Dancing in his car. Four-day trip. I thought, yeah, he was really into it. He must have had air conditioning. <laughs> I, uh, well, you know, a good doggy companion is all you really need for I'm company. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think that dog, I said, was like 19 or it's something. It's really old, that. So yeah. That poor, poor thing. On its last legs. You know? So he seemed um, to be having a good time. I think after four days of driving, uh, at least 11, 12 hours a day, I'm not sure I'd be in that good a spirit. I thought Armando's gift that he made was the sweetest, most thoughtful thing. I don't like, know. That was so I, sweet. I, you know, maybe just because of their age difference, they're 26 years apart. Uh-huh. I, I think at some part of me, I was kind of like creepy. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think about it too much. Like he was still a kid or something. I've seen pictures of them together, and you know, Kenneth, he looks pretty good for his age. He does. You know, and the two of them don't look that mismatched in age. You know. Well, I think we see a big difference. Look, we look at um, Jahoon and Devon and their place. We look at Jenny and Summit with cows in the living room. We look at Binyam's place. They all have kind of hardships as far as where they live what kenneth and armando are not going to have is a bad place to live this was quite a spread that they had overlooking the water that was really nice it's tough you know they had to it looked like binyam had to cook in a pot outside right and and it looked like armando had to refill his glue gun is what had to happen (laughs) that he brought so if you're if you're going on a a, a trip or you're going, you know, to move somewhere and you bring your glue gun, or, or, you know, I just got to think. One of your treasured possessions. Things really aren't going to be that tough. He maybe said he, he's very crafty. Maybe he bought the glue gun while he was there. I doubt it. Apparently right. he's made gifts for right. uh, Kenneth before. And sure, I think it's nice. And it is thoughtful. If, if Kenneth is truly a guy who likes that, then... You know what? I think the two of them have a pretty good chance of being happy. Yeah. But I, I just can't imagine that we just have a happy, happy story. Have we even had that? No. So. We Somebody's st- always got some secret or 
some past or some criminal record or something that rears its ugly head down the road. Yeah. Or some horrible family. Right. Uh, we, we, we don't see this one. I don't see what this one is has coming. Yeah, unless, like you said, Kenneth just can't get over being parted from his family. Right. That you think you know you're going to be happy when you go, but but you may not. He's heartbroken because he's so emotional. Right. You see that a lot in the military, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just people kind of get away and they get homesick. They're yeah. happy to get out, but after they're gone for a while, it's kind of it over. It weighs on them. Yeah. So, I mean, I I, I think that's, our, that's what we're going to see with these two. Yeah. But living in a gated community with a waterfront balcony, I don't know... Um, I don't know how hard it's going to be for them. But yeah. Kenny, I mean, I don't know. You know, Kenny sold, well, Kenny sold his place. So, I mean, but, I think there's you know, some money their lifestyle there. is not very accepted there. So they could run into issues with that. Even in a gated community, perhaps the neighbors in the gated community are going to ostracize them. So I foresee that being That could be. Issue. I mean, that could be the problem. I mean, that really could be right. the issue for them. They could get truly harassed. Mm. I wonder how long it is before they get Armando's daughter at least with them. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, that could be that could be a problem. Right. But of all of the ones on the other way, I think the drama of the entire week for both shows, there's nothing more than than Brittany. You know, yeah. I think we've been kind of hard on on Brittany just because of. Well, she's still what she is, mm-hmm. but wow. That mother. I've never felt this episode. I was kind of watching, and I watched it with the subtitles. And yeah, I watched it separate from you, and I started texting you when you were at work <laughs> because you were like, "So, anything big in this episode?" I'm like, "Holy cow, poor Brittany!" And I never thought those words would leave my lips. I said to you, "Well, she wasn't even being that bad at the time." Yeah, I think and, she went. She went and, in there. And the the mother went just batshit crazy. I mean, she just went off. I, I was almost half expecting her to reach over and start strangling her. Like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if she, you know, pushed her out into the town square and stoned her to death. You yeah. know, I mean, it was pretty well, intense. I mean, they were fighting before they went in. So we she knew that She just went was zero to 90 in like seconds. She was screaming so hard. She barely had a voice. I mean, Think of she the went crazy. They got cut. I yeah. doubt that was as bad yeah. as it was. And they called her a prostitute and all kinds well, of stuff. I, I think like, they wow. didn't, they said she looks, people will say that your fiance looks like a prostitute or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like so, that. So it was, it was uh, pretty close to that. Oh, but, it was because of the social media. Yeah. He, the dad said if she continues on social media, everybody will so what's will say dad she's a doing? prostitute. Her dad's scoping out Brittany on social media? Yeah, apparently. I mean, what's going on? Getting his eyes full. I guess. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't want her to I mean, stop. they obviously know then if they're messing with the internet, then they know what she's all about. I mean. You think on showing Brit- Brittany Torkins and, hey, look, this is my girl? To his friends, maybe. <laughs> to dad. Hey, but look, I bet dad's looking. This is, well, he must be. They right. all seem to know what she was That's doing. That's what I'm saying. So they know what they're getting into. So they started out talking all softly, but kind of demanding. And then 
all of a sudden they went psycho. Her dad, his dad, seemed a bit calm and matter of fact, and uh-huh. this is what has to be done, and this will be done, and you'll but do this today. But even though he was reserved, he was pretty stern and demanding. It was almost like he wasn't laughing. Yeah, it was like no... it was almost an undertone of or else. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, I definitely picked up that vibe, and then when she went nutso. And he just sat there calmly like he was totally supporting what she had to say. I was like, wow, these people are crazy and she needs to run for the hills. They did have one, although this was so serious, they did have one of the funnier lines, Brittany did, of, of the oh, week. Oh, yeah. It you was to marry ma- your cousin. <laughs> marry one of your cousins. <laughs> so that was good. It really got a big laugh for me. I was glad they played that on Pillow Talk, too, because I got a chance to laugh about it. Uh, with them, yeah, right. that was funny. You marry your cousin. So when you look, Annie said the same thing. She said, well, you know, my family, they do that, that happens. In my country. <laughs> that happens, too. So you need to go and marry one of your cousins. Yeah, she said it was legal there. And he goes, that's disgusting. So when you look at Brittany and Azen, what do you think? So now they're in front of the cameras. Now, they've been together. And evidently, she's been to Jordan a couple times before then. And I guess the tone was a little different. I think the issue here, the mom seemed to talk about one year. We've been waiting a year for this. Right, because she's long? been there before, and they were nice to her. Mm-hmm. But evidently, they think the expectation. They, something believes that the expectation is different now. Right, and, it's been a year. And, and they've and, had And the enough. mom said, I expect you to be married and with children. And... You know, your other life, your other family is gone. They're over right. when you do this. Right. Basically, when you marry your husband in a, a Muslim family, that is your family. Mm. That's customary. So, yeah, I definitely would not leave my family behind to buy into that one for the rest of my life. How could they have ever thought? Pass. And this is kind of gets gets me of... Of, of the show is how could they have ever thought that this would ever work right we knew it right from the beginning from the preview right like this this is not gonna work right there'd be more there's more of a chance of him coming with her to the states yeah it's like a fantasy they, they were both living in from the start i mean so, it clearly was not going to work so it out. was nothing like this before the two of them, this is not how their relationship surely was before this episode or before these shows, right? These, yeah. They'd been together before. I'm sure there was a bit more hugging in public and, you know, a whole lot more going on than... You would you, think. Right. You know, I just don't see... Brittany just doesn't seem like... Uh, it just doesn't seem like her type of guy. Yeah, I don't really get it. He's not well, even... she said that she was at her friend's apartment, her neighbor upstairs, and she was talking to somebody, mm-hmm. and he was in the background, and then they they met on the screen and started talking. That's how they hit it off. So it was, it was... you know, just a visual infatuation, I'm sure it's his cool hat, his cool car, <laughs> and his charming personality is probably what hooked her the whole time all i could think was ew he smokes yeah i know (laughs) that's so gross who does that anymore yeah you think that would be against some kind of religion yeah you know gross the body's not against my personal religion it's not against not a temple your body's not a temple like that 
Yeah, you would expect so that to So this be a problem. thing blows up and here, and she kind of storms out and leaves, and we see in the preview that it gets even more heated in the car. And I'm not sure a car is the place where these two ought to be hanging out. Yeah, they seem to have flip-out episodes in the car all the time. They need to have, like, Zoom dates. I think that would probably be better <laughs> for them. It gets some time apart, and they're not involved with each other because right. sitting next to them. That just doesn't that just doesn't work. We didn't see we saw no Tim this time. I think Tim's only been in like an episode and a half. We saw him, you know, the preview of him with the ugliest 19 I think 1985 ski jacket getting off of the plane and getting yeah. into the airport. He's such a goofball. Right. And we did find out that her mom knows about his affair. So that's not going to go over well. Yeah. I really don't think there's any hope for his situation. Yeah. And I think his going there is really a waste of time because even when they've interviewed her separately, it seems like she's not big on the idea already. Like, I'm not sure they're ever going to get past that. Nor should you. I mean, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at one point, you know? I mean, they I, look. I'm not trying to justify anybody or anything. But He's a goofball to start with. And they then weren't on top of that. They weren't married, you right. know. So, and yeah, but if if I you can't it. be apart for that period of time and I'm not step to, out, I mean, I'm trying to just defend a guy if at yeah, least don't. possible. I'm trying. Don't. I got to take a different position. We can't agree all the time. Yeah, well. Or maybe we could agree about not agreeing or disagree about agreeing all the time. Is <laughs> that for that hurts my brain. Eh, I don't know. Right. That's not difficult. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> so I think that covers the other way. I think the uh, Brittany, that blow up will... You know, they probably won't even use it on the episode. They'll probably make us wait a whole week to figure out what's going on there. The car part? Well, they did the preview of the car yeah, part. Yeah, but so you know, they may show a little bit of it and then move gotta on. It's got to continue. Look, they got to make some time for Tim in there somewhere, I think. Yeah, you notice they haven't had much of him in there. Yeah. So, but... I can you, understand that, though. There's just, I don't think there's a lot of meat to a lot of these. You notice yeah. this, this show's an hour and the Happily Ever After is, what, a two-hour show? Yes. Because you got to have time for Larissa, you know. You know, it's weird. I noticed that it seems like when the show should be over, it goes to a commercial. And when it comes back, it goes last time on the show. So you and think... then you get, like, the beginning of the next show. Like, you... And so then when you watch the next week's show, it's like a repeat of the last section of the previous week. It's weird, but you're, it's like they're stretching it out. What and I, making you rewatch yeah, parts. I, I thought that was odd. I think, yeah. I think the happily ever after, I think those shows are too long. Yeah, two they hours, made it that way. Two hours is hard. It's hard to get through. And I, I'm not saying I can't watch it. You I know. end up fast forwarding through the beginning of the next week because we saw it at the end of last week. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, they're reusing material. It's still two hours. And it, in a busy life, maybe pre- I don't know, maybe in a COVID world where we're we're kind, our life is still kind of relatively Long normal, <laughs> you know, homeschooling and going to work. Right. You know, a two-hour block is is kind of tough to yeah, that's a lot tough to squeeze Sometimes out. You have to watch it and pieces. throw the pillow talks in there. 
I'm glad there's not three shows. Right. Out there. That's worth watching, though. It's yeah, always a good laugh. Yeah, we don't. Even if we watch these episodes separately, we always watch the pillow. Talk yeah, we together. save pillow talk to do together on our date night. So, Larissa, you know, back with Eric again, and yeah. So I honestly, I don't think she really is that into him. I think she just doesn't want to be alone. You know, I think the fact that Colt has Jess now, it got her feeling a little bit jealous and she just doesn't want to be alone. Yeah, it looks like those timelines line up. You know, some of these things, I mean, we have two couples that are separate, but they're still together. So I'm sure their timeline matches. Yeah. And she did come out and say that it made her feel jealous. Right. I think jealous of having a relationship. Right. It also said that, you know, her and Eric gosh even that is that was its own train wreck you know larissa had to just be a mess yeah sorry i filled out the police report on you i know like what and when they were first together (laughs) um you know he was all supportive and she was going to court for her arrest and it was the day of her court proceeding and she had lied and said it was her divorce hearing Mm. and then as she's getting ready to leave to go to court she goes oh by the way i have to tell you the truth uh it's not my divorce proceeding i got arrested for domestic assault oh my god and you know he's like oh okay you know and he went along with it i'm like what adult (laughs) well evidently from what i gather what happened is eric's friends some female friends were messaging or whatever no it wasn't her his friends what it was was after they broke up um, By text. Yeah, she started getting messages on her phone mm. to her number from some women. And she assumed, because she hadn't passed out her number to people, that he gave her number to people to harass her. Uh, and so she's like, well, he's the only one who has my number. He must have done it. Did you, but for all she knows, Colt could have done it, you know? You know, we hadn't <laughs> talked a whole lot about this uh, about happily after uh, happily blah, ever blah. after season, but did you see what they were messaging her? What they called her? The bad name they called her? Did you happen to pick up what that was? No, because usually I'm painting or something uh, while I'm listening. It was cheesy butt. Oh yeah, I heard something about that. So I don't even I I don't even know what that means. Is that like I don't know cheese stick? No, I no no no. I think that it was before her plastic surgery, and I think they were making fun because her butt was a little flabby. Oh, and so you know, a lot of times when you're criticizing a woman for having kind of flabby butt or thighs, that. it gets kind of modely looking when you have cellulite. Oh, and so it, they say it's like cheese. So when oh, they called her cheesy, cheesy butt, butt, I think they were saying she had cellulite on her butt. Oh. So that's pretty insulting. That that does make a woman not feel so good. Right. That's kind of bad. Right. That's very bad. So I'm going to cross that off my list of things to call women. To ever women. say, yes. Cheesy butt. Unless you want to get punched. Right. <laughs> so, but it's not like cheese stick. No. Like Dopey Tim. No. So it looks like Larissa's on the hunt. It looked like the two of them just should probably get a room, judging by. Yeah. <laughs> You know, she said it was good with him, yeah. and then it wasn't because he got kind of sleepy. Yeah. And but and then it was all creepy. Even that whole conversation was creepy. Maybe I'm creeped out too easily, but well, he's you know. kind of creepy. Yeah, I think he's he really only is. there for the camera. Yeah. I'm gonna assume that he. He seems like he's putting on all the time. Yeah. Everything's for you know appearance. My cult. He always creeped me out. 
Yeah, and I didn't see Hell Even Hot before. of Hitler before, so I missed the Eric part. So that's right. probably pretty. That good. was creepy, weird. But they, the whole thing started out with her going to immigration, where they took her photo and fingerprints. And you think that's like a background check type of thing that they were doing? Yeah, they called her in to yeah. do a, a check-in because she has no status right now. So she's totally right. ICE could pick her up at any time and detain her until she straightens out what her status is. Mm. She's like in limbo. But she was at immigration, so... Right, but what they were doing was just a verification. Mm. Who you are, where you're staying, you know, in case at some point they decided to pick her up. You know, it's just a check-in where they're keeping tabs on her because right. she's, you know, doesn't have a continued status here that's permanent. Hmm. She's on no visa right now because oh. Colt actually canceled her visa process. Hmm. So that's why she's so nervous about being around police or or uh, anything to do with immigration well, because in, she could get picked up at any time and sent back. Walking into the immigration office, I think, would detained. be an issue, wouldn't it? Yeah, she was terrified. She told her friend, I may not come out. This could be it. Wow. That would be tough. Yeah, and that's completely factual. That could happen. We had Angela making a trip on the plane to, to Nigeria. So that right. was good with Angela. Um, they interviewed her, and she talked about, she said, you know, being without Michael is unbearable, is what she said. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't like her normal goofy self. I'm pretending like I'm gassed up. It was legitimately calm. Right. And I miss being around him. Right. And he makes her happy. So, even though she gets all riled up. You know, she's got, a, I would assume, a drama-filled life. She's taking care of her mom. She's got her daughter. The grand, there, All them to grandkids. An oh, army my gosh, of kids. there's so many. Is that all that one? All that one. And she's not married. She. Those are all her kids? <laughs> yes. Didn't she have another kid in was in jail, or is that not her? I believe she does have another or child, but we haven't seen them. Mm. So, well, drama follows her, that's for sure. That's for I couldn't sure. help but notice her even... Her whole thing getting on the plane. You know, her bags. She's walking through the airport. She had like three bags. She's carrying stuff. She's got a clear plastic bag. It could have been a trash bag for all I know. Mm. With a wedding dress and a red dress right. on it. And she had his suits and everything she's that she bought him. carrying stuff through the airport. And she, of course, she had a neck pillow. Every, I saw neck pillows all over the place this week. I saw Devin with a neck pillow. <laughs> I see Angela with a neck pillow. I'm the only one. I think there. I have a neck pillow somewhere. I've never yeah, been I able to use one. it. But I got you one when you were having issues. Yeah, that didn't work. I never used it. Never. Or evidently, she better use it because she better use her neck pillow in Nigeria. She look. Michael had a place, and it wasn't too bad, right? Right. It didn't look too bad. Right. It, and she it, seemed pleased until the smell from the kitchen. Yeah. What, Michael, what is that she smell? turned out to be a dead rat. Oh, That was so funny when he chased her no. with it. Yeah, <laughs> and it was the funniest thing of the week. And she goes, know. I'm American. I don't touch. So don't how does that work? Rats, even so what does an American woman do? I don't know. So we've been Brittany, I'm American, and we get they all seem to Ari, say that. I'm American. You know, I have certain standards. Everybody, I have certain standards. There are certain things that I have to have. And you can do all that, and, you know, I don't, I'm not subservient to the husband, and until there's a rat in the kitchen. Right, and it's all yours, honey. Man, you better take care of that. (laughs) 
This would be call a good spot. When you're done. If this was our other podcast, a regular one, we could tell a rat story at this point. Oh yeah. So <laughs> it's a little different. Ours was not dead. So. Unfortunately. Right. So that was cool. But you know, Angela's there and there wasn't a whole lot of drama with her. I think the preview shows us that it's about to blow up. Like, yes. It's just a matter of time for her. Yeah, I'm not sure what the issue is going to be, but it did look like it wasn't going to go well. Yeah, like Michael had always some something with her. friends that were a girl or something. Oh, yes. I, I think I missed the well, bulk of yeah, that. Yeah, what it was was um, he said today we're going to, she's like, what are we doing today? He said, we're going to go see uh, my friend who has lived in America and has lived in Nigeria but chose to come back to Nigeria. Was this in the preview or in the regular episode? Um, it was in the episode. Oh, it must have just been blinking or something. And uh, he said, my friend and, and their friends uh, have been talking to me, because they've all lived in America, about what it's actually like to live in America. And she was already feeling kind of squirrely then, because she was like in the commentary, well, why is he asking... These friends about what it's like to live in America, he should be asking me. This is future concubine. So she was already, you know, feeling territorial. And then when they got there, she saw that the friend and their friends were all girls. And she immediately wanted that to leave. has to be worse. That is a worse decision. I don't know what he was than thinking. Than Yazan bringing Brittany. Yeah. Knowing what how could Michael she is think and how jealous Angela would do. I think Angela wouldn't react if those were, well, if those were dudes. Yeah. Michael. Right. She was prepared to say, you know, keep your nose out, basically. But when she saw they were women, she goes, thank you for coming. Thank you. It was nice of you. But I'm getting the hell out of here. And she turned around and left. Let's go, Michael. It's off. We're not getting married. I mean, she just is so extreme in her reactions. It's crazy. You know, it's like, you know, she just got, she just has to have the drama around her. Yeah, she's pretty intense. Wow. But it's like I said to you before. You know, now that you've seen different sides of her, I think she's a good and kind, loving person. But I think she probably has a lot of hurt in her life. I think. I think she's wounded. You know what and I think? it makes her on the offensive. I think she's had to fight. She looks like somebody who's just had to fight for, for everything. everything that she's right. ever had. And right. I think she knows no different. Right. Everything is a fight, and right. I, I think, and she expects to have to fight. Yeah, and I don't. I she probably would be not comfortable if everything was calm. Yeah, I, I can't imagine it being right. That. She's got to have her knickers in a bunch about something. I don't think there's any. Well, unless well, they, and she dealt with her mom having cancer twice, and her grandmother having cancer, and you know, her, her daughter's illegitimate kids, and, you know, it's just everything's a struggle. If these two are getting married, it's going to be in Nigeria now. Right. You know what I mean? It's not going any further than this. Right. Uh, I, I can't see that happening. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not sure why, it, it hasn't come out yet, why he got denied. Yeah, we don't know. It could just be whatever. Because the lawyer that... was hinting at that there, there could actually be a reason. Mm-hmm. That he can't come, like right. something in his background that she doesn't know about. So I'm still waiting for the other shoe to drop. 
because that's got to come about somewhere the way their relationship has yeah, dragged out with multiple you know trips back and forth yeah i wonder i'm thinking he seems like a good person there's something but yeah, you know I like it's just him. one bad mistake and yeah, you're on a I mean, list and you know i think that's how it works i mean there could have been another american before her you know she mm. doesn't know speaking of bad mistake asuelu Wow. So last week it was just a nightmare. There was no bigger Oh, he drama. was on my hit list after that. I was like, there's no yeah. sympathy I could ever have for him and after I, this moment. I think, I'm not saying you've turned, but we differ on this, I'm, I'm pretty sure. You said, I think that, I guess maybe... I think you, he seemed contrite. Right. And I think that he really needs her dad's direction. And I think that he has a unique opportunity to guide him in the right direction because he is Samoan. Mm. He yeah, understands the culture right. in the background that he comes from and the mindset. He's changed all that in himself and raised his daughters to not tolerate and, that kind of treatment. But, but Asuelo knows no different. So I think that he has to help him see another way. I think who needs to probably be slapped would be Asuelu's father. I don't I don't know if he's around. Did we meet him? Ever? I know. We haven't seen his family at all. Right. At any point. So I got to think he doesn't have a strong male influence in his life. Right. Well, obviously, that whole culture is different. I mean. Yeah, but, but Kelani's father is from that culture. And right. He's but not he, re- like he renounces it. He said from the beginning he didn't want her to end up with a Samoan because he basically said it, they were trash. Hmm. And so he denounced his background, you know, and he came to we, America for a reason. As a couple, we do not know or condone calling any uh, group of people trash. No, but that's basically what he oh, said okay. at the beginning. But, right, it's his words, not ours. Right. We're happy, fun people. Right. That's us. When you think of us, we're happy, fun, right? Yeah. No. It's not us. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we saw a bit of of the two of them talking. They had a talking, and they told him he came out, and you go out to the party, which he was already going out to the party anyway. So for him to say, you know, go out and be with your son at his birthday, um, he was already doing that. So. Well, but I think he helped him to see how his response and his actions were inappropriate that it was detracting from his kids special time i could think of nobody better to have at a grave digger party than asuelo i think because he's such a child yeah i'm thinking <laughs> you just put him on the ground with the kids i right. bet he, he he would be great with kids all out entertainment. that part of being right. a kid like if you need somebody to play with them and you know right roll around on the floor asuelo would be the guy right but if you need him to I don't know, change a diaper or right. do anything else other than that. He was You're sitting in his room, really, most of the episode. He was in his room without playing a shirt on games. playing video game in the dark. Right. And so, didn't want to talk to anybody. I think it was, was Call sulking. of Duty is what it sounded like. He was in there playing Call of Duty. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. The video games are just bad, it seems. <laughs> like guys just disappear. Yeah, and they just live, suck people in. Live in video games. Yep. So, I think last week we were at No Way Kehlani and Asuelu Can Survive. Pedro was the same way. He was always absorbed in his video games. Mm. And she was always complaining about that. I don't know how those two are still together anyway. I don't either. 
So at least Kehlani's nice and tolerable. Right. She seems like a good person. Still blind. You know, I think, you know, this is what happens. You go to vacation, you sleep around, and this is what happens, you know? And now, <laughs> right. now life is look, right. it's looking just you like, in the face. It's just like uh, Tahoon right. and Devin. I mean, the same thing happened with them. It was mm. like a drunken vacation. Right. You know, and, and here you go. Here's your life partner now. Mm. And, yeah, you're stuck. Tied together by children. I don't say children. you're stuck. I think that's such a bad way to put it. But you have a situation you have to deal with. That isn't it isn't ideal, and now it's forever. Right. And here they are. <laughs> right. Because even if they didn't end up together, they're still tied together yeah. for life so, by their children. I think so. It stumps me then. So you see them. You see Devon and Jahoon. And then we make our way over to Sinjin and Tanya, and they don't have any of this. No. They've got none of this. They have nothing tying them together. Yeah. Children-wise, sure relationship-wise. I don't even think they have anything in common. They don't. Other than... Drinking. Drinking. And being bartending. And now it looks like Tanya, you know, she wants him to be... It's almost like Kehlani. She wants Sinjin to be something different than, than what he actually than is. He is. Right, and the thing is, I really don't get why they got married, because from the very beginning, well, they knew they didn't agree on what they wanted out of life. He said that K-1 was a bit of the pressure. So. Yeah, I mean, they didn't even couldn't even agree on kids. She mm-hmm. wanted kids right away, and he didn't want any ever. So, I mean, that's a big thing to disagree on. Yeah, and that soulmate thing came up again. Yeah. You know, that's a wound. Yeah, I think that's as big as... You could see at the time it happened that that was a deep, hurting thing that she inflicted on him. And I'm lo- surprised they still got married. It looks like it's it's still it's festering. Is an issue. Right. And it, you know, we well, know... he had a point, though. Why would you want to have kids and plan a future with someone... Who thinks you're second best, that they've settled for you. Right. I mean, that's a horrible thing to have floating around. Yeah, not everybody's lucky like you, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Or fortunate. Fortunate like you. (laughs) I hope, we all hope, we looked, even before the episode started, I saw a news story. And it said, so I hope Sinjin's not in South Africa because it looks like South Africa is to to combat covid is right. banning the all alcohol sales. Yeah, he wouldn't be able to survive. So what's he would be breaking into a bar? Without being able to go out partying so, with his brother and his friends. I think we can assume that thing's over. Yeah, I said to you when when you read that story that uh, he's probably already there because I'm pretty sure that they they split up. Yeah, I don't know how they can be together. So, I saw some rumbling. You know, we look at had. them. You know, and you and I talked about this a little earlier. So you've got a couple. Look, you're. You and I, and whatever we do, we're never going to have a platform where we could go and sell something Steve and Kelly this or Steve right. and Kelly that. We just Couple don't. with chaos t-shirts. Right. That would be about <laughs> the limit of what we do, you know. So, but we're ne- we don't have that platform. No. So when I see somebody like Tanya, you know, I got to think there's something that they could do. I mean, we look at Mercel. Mercel. And, and, and whoever he's married to. <laughs> You know, you look at them, and there's a lot of names to remember. There you are. know, and, and you and I talked about, like, the Real Housewives and how a lot of them really just use the show to go and peddle whatever else they have going on. Right. The show's only going to make, look, they're going to make a couple thousand dollars a show, probably, is what these people are making. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're coming out of here maybe with 20 or 30 grand. It's just me speculating. I, I don't. I haven't never researched. Yeah, I have no idea. And I don't know. But that's not enough. 
you know, what are you going to do with 20 or 30 grand? Mm-hmm. You know, it's great for a one-time thing, but this is not, it's not life-changing money. So you have this one window. And you were telling me about, what was it, Bethany from Real Housewives? Yes. I remember when that show started, when she was first on it, they had her, I mean, she was a, she had been a, a celebrity chef, you know, like a healthy um, like a higher personal end. chef. And then they showed her uh, at giving away food samples in a supermarket and like begging people to come over and try something. I mean, like that's such a low end job, mm. you know? And that's uh, just that you're out hustling. She was struggling, just hustling to make money. And now she's a millionaire. I would imagine, obviously, multimillionaire, you know? She is. Right. But she used the platform she of absolutely did. Real Housewives to go and and market her market. Um, product, the Skinny Girl. And Anna and Mersel have got. She works hard. They've got their honey thing that they're doing. Right. So I, you see on social media, they're you know they're shipping stuff out. So you know, and I would imagine a lot. Of, you know, you're going to get people that are going to buy that stuff anyway. Natural honey. Uh-huh. But I, I got, buy raw I, honey. I have to imagine if plopped in front of you and the ability to order honey from them. Oh, that, sure. I'd love to support them. That you would support them. Absolutely. You know? I love them. They're adorable. So that's not that. Um, I cried so hard when he left and went back home. I mean, I, I literally. You were bawling. I just literally. You saw, cried more then. Than it was with Jenny. I was crushed. Yes. I went to bed well, sobbing. Like, I, I think, couldn't believe they didn't work out. You know, and even at that point, that was quite a few... I mean, that wasn't quite a few seasons ago. That wasn't that long ago, the two of them. So, um... I was so happy when he got to come back on the last day of his visa and they got married. Like, that was great. Because yeah, that was just... Well, that was... I think that was the last season of 90 Day Fiance is what it was. That was season... I think season seven is what that was. It's hard for me to keep track because when I discovered the show, I binge-watched every season of every version of the show, and it all ran together. There was no chance of me keeping up. I've managed to... You weren't really interested in the beginning, and and I was just binge-watching. It's just on in the house so often that you couldn't help but get sucked in to all the drama. Right. And so, you know, here we are. But you were just ball, a balling hot mess. Yes, when the I two was. of them blubbering. Weren't they sitting on the couch next to each other? Yes, and, and they she, were heartbroken. He put his head on her lap, and, and she they wouldn't just even sobbed. look at him. Yeah, but they were both sobbing. And it was a mess, and it was his parents. You know, yeah, more times not, it's people's parents getting in the way of stuff. Yeah, because he's Muslim, mm. also. Turkey, and, isn't he? He's from Turkey, if I yeah. remember right. And uh, and they didn't accept the fact that she'd already been married and had children. So, but he, yeah, went, I wonder. he went home and I think they saw how crushed he was and then they decided they could live with it, mm. you know, and he came right back. And it's shocking that America let him come back on the same visa because there's a rule with that K-1 that once you leave the country, mm. you're done. But he still had time left on the visa and he reapplied and they allowed him to come back on the remaining term of his visa, which was the day he arrived. Yeah, it was, was like the a race. last day, and they went literally straight from the airport to get married. Mm. She picked up her dress, and off they went. Right. But that was great. I'm so glad that worked out. I just love them. Despite the language barrier, right. you know, but they've both worked hard at learning each other's language, and, you know, they communicate a lot better now than they did in the beginning. And- 
in the beginning, they solely relied on the translator. And they're likable. And both of them are likable. They are. They're very sweet. I think genuine people. There's no other couple that I think both of them are not likable at all are Libby and Andre. Yeah. Like, I don't like, you know, both of them are really hard to even like or understand. Right. It was, that was just a mess. It was a lot of the episode was them, you know. But boy, Libby, you know, he's in there just really hammering her and misinterpreting oh, stuff and, and sticking it to her. And Yeah, he's just so chauvinistic. It's really bad. He's even worse in his home country than he is in America. Yeah, and, you know, he took it from everybody. Libby gave it to him, you know. Well, you're a man, right? You're head of the household. And then his parents, his uh, friends, they were laying into him with all kinds of sarcastic comments. And he was just smiling and taking it. They're changing him. He's becoming soft. He's getting soft. (laughs) That was funny. Like, you couldn't say anything more insulting to him than that. Because he wants to be so manly and in control. I loved in the bar when Libby was talking to... The girls. The girls said, you know... Well, what do they don't like about him? What do they don't like about him? Well, my family thinks he's rude, and you can see everybody nod. Well, and then she goes, and he is, and mean. (laughs) Yes, and he's mean and lazy, and then they all yes, and so she said, "Are all the men here like that?" And they go, "Well, yeah, pretty much." (laughs) She goes, "Well, he is mean, but or he is rude, but." (laughs) <laughs> and he's he's in there bad-mouthing her family before they get there. Right. And that was crap. Don't get me wrong. They probably deserve to be bad now. Sure, but you don't want to, you know, you know, he undermine them. the future relations between the two families he by planting seeds of her family negativity. as stupid loudmouths. Yeah, it's it, pretty bad. You know, and that was, I think, in the car. Maybe all these people don't need it. That's where Asuelu, <laughs> Asuelu snapped happens. in the car. Brittany sna- uh, snapped in the car. Multiple and- times. Andre snapped in the car. I think Kenny's the only one who seems to be liking being in a car. Yeah. Even the dogs <laughs> seem to be having a good time. Everybody else, stay out of the car. So true. You know, it's just bad news for everybody. Maybe it's, but, a, maybe it's the tight quarters with the camera in there. <laughs> but, but I can't imagine the two of them, Lim- Libby and Andre, just... You know, chilling on the couch. They did pillow talk yeah, for a bit. Yeah, they did pillow talk. I don't remember too much of how that went. You know, he's a bit, you know. They I don't did know. okay, but you know, there was still some snipey stuff with each other. He didn't have to get up and go to work, and she did. And right. So that's the get two me of them. this and whatever. So bringing up the rear and all of this is. Uh, oh no, we still have two. I think we'll save. We'll do Colt. Let's talk about Colt. Colt made it to uh, yes. Brazil. Oh my gosh, I have so much to say about Debbie. Yeah, you know, as bad as she was with Larissa, I am now convinced after seeing her dramatic oh. display the second I'm she got in front so of Jess, tired. I'm gonna die. You're gonna have to take me to the hospital uh. if I don't get a nap right now. I'm so sick. She remi- like, oh my gosh. She reminds me, she sounds like, uh, what was it, Marge Simpson's one of her sisters. You know? Oh, yeah. I'm so but tired. I, I think that now she was the root cause of the problems well, between Colt and Larissa. I, I'm not sure because so it's much. Because it's the dynamic. One is bad enough without the other, but the dynamic, when you get colt and debbie together Hmm. who could combat that 
nonsense. I have to imagine somebody convinced Debbie to come. They That's said, got to be so hard <laughs> to deal those with the produce, two of them together. Those producers said, oh, Debbie's coming. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's a star. You know, it's like Big Ed makes good TV. Right. Debbie makes good TV. I couldn't believe that what Jess said. You know, they were all standing doing an interview together. And Jess said in front of Debbie that she needed time alone with Colt <laughs> for sex. sex. I couldn't believe that. Like in front of his mother. Yeah, and the, and slipping you know, right tongue away. and slurping in the front yeah. seat right what in front a, of her. Just wait till you get to the hotel. Good what grief. a great first impression you've just made on 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 her. Right. This is what I want. No, it's not awkward. Yeah, and 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 Colt's like, yeah, I can't wait to drop and, her off somewhere. <laughs> right, so I can be alone with Jess. And then they get in the van, and you know what? They've already they've already chosen Katrina and Dominic. Were the kids' Her names? Kids, that, that's so stupid. Oh, Debbie's just they rolling just her met, eyes. For goodness' sake! And then right. they start. Well, I mean, that's repulsive. Everything else we're about to talk about is repulsive. But that was about the same time where Colt said he brought his Brazilian bathing suit with him. Oh, and I gross. could just feel. And his mom said it's oh, like a speedo. Oh, I'm like, oh, oh, disgusting! Think about his flabby sack-like yeah. guts so, hanging over the Jess top. Jess thinks this, and then I don't know. Look, I've. As you know, I have kissed someone. We have kissed before, right? Mm -hmm. That's something new that we bring, I think, to the 90 Day Fiance is we're a couple and we have kissed before. Mm -hmm. I've it looked like the two of them were eating each other's faces. Yeah, that was that was a bit much. I've again, I haven't I haven't seen. Maybe we take video of us kissing, and I like yeah, to see. Yeah, I'm what not that sure we like. act that way in private, much less yeah, in public. Like they were, and I'm, I'm not talking. You know, just kind of awkward. It was like eating each other's faces. Yeah, consumption. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. Like an aliens thing. Their jaws were protruding and they were like nibbling on each other's lips. And yeah. I could see why Debbie was gross. Yeah, though. and I, I just heard the sound effects. I wasn't actually yeah. looking. So but you AS... could tell that that's what they were doing. It's like an ASMR thing. They're... Yeah, it was like, very slurpy. I'm like, that's just disgusting. Yeah, it sounded I, I don't know disgusting. what to do. And... Colt says it all got mixed up, but they were all in the same hotel room. All of yeah, them. Yeah, that's... And then he acted like they were going to go fool around in the next room of the same hotel room with Debbie napping. I mean, I'm sure she sleeps pretty hard. He said wow. she's got a hearing aid. She doesn't hear so well. I'm sure she Still. sleeps hard. But I can't imagine Jess... And Colt slapping around together and it being anything close to quiet. Yeah, and she even said that she makes a lot of noise. And all I could think to myself... It would when, be gagging. When it would they be were the talking, noise I think they'd be making. <laughs> all I could think about when she was saying, you know... She was like slapping her hands together. <laughs> she was describing what they I were going to do. And all I could think was how on her honeymoon night when... Your reservations fell through that you made for our honeymoon suite, yeah. and we couldn't find a hotel after driving up and down the beach for right. half the night. And I was ready to just go home because I'm still in my wedding dress and we've been driving around all night. And you saying, I am not spending my wedding night in the same house with my mother. Right. It's <laughs> probably a smart move. <laughs> so I can't imagine them being in the same yeah, be like hotel room. Me bringing my mom. Hey, where are we staying? Let's get in the same room. <laughs> well, just, you know. Just roll over the other way. You know. <laughs> Gross. I, I mean, I guess Jess wants to get along. You know, that, that it seemed like it because, you know, as Debbie was there 
trying to sleep. Jess was hovering over her and, you know, just kind of, come on, let's go out. I can't imagine going out with Debbie being fun, but I felt awkward for that. It was like, Jess, you got to stop. If you have any chance, this lady needs one. Right. She does need some rest. And she, what she doesn't need is you hovering, hovering over and her. Trying to force In something. her face. Yeah. You know, it's already. Yeah, Debbie was about to have a meltdown when she followed her into the the uh, bedroom. All right. You know, and we I guess we talk about hovering. It was. And he told her, no, don't do that. And she's like, no. And she pushed past and went on in. I, I saw we had um, Paul and Karini were together. Talk about inability to read someone. And, you know, I felt awkward. You know, sometimes in these shows you feel awkward. I felt awkward when Brittany was there on the couch and being surrounded by the family. I felt almost like she was in danger. Yeah. I think it's probably, I don't know, a bit racist on my part to just feel that, that she was in trouble there. But I think we've maybe seen enough TV shows to know that. She looked a bit defenseless. She kind of shriveled up there on the corner of the sofa as the three of them leaned into her and the interrogation right. got more and more intense. So I felt awkward. Yeah. I felt awkward when Binion was there with kind of and he wasn't really defending himself but he was there trying hard and ari and her mom were kind of on him yeah i felt awkward when jess was all over debbie when debbie was trying to you know she went in the right. other room to get away she cornered from her and then i felt awkward when paul when when Karini was changing the diaper, and Paul is all right. He was hovering, over. but they were in a hotel room. But yeah, yeah, but you're still. I can tell you. Right, I'm I, sure she knows how to change the diaper without his help. I know enough. There's poop on his balls, is what she, <laughs> as he said. And I think you know what she can see that. Right. And then she started nursing, and he was all over. And maybe it was just because the camera was there. They all like, I'm really helpful, Paul. Right. And or Paul is just Paul. He's not helpful. Right. Because he's Paul. <laughs> so i mean in this one paul went to his mom for money and it was straight up he wanted to bring it's right after that he went and he was hoping to bring karini and the baby to help soften up mom yeah and you know when you see a scene like that and you really think about his intentions going to dinner that night you can see why his mom is reluctant yeah. to help because he's like that and his history has shown that he's going to do that over and over and over again. I got a plan to get money from mom. Right. So you can see why she is done with extended help. Right. And I and you said to me, you know, do you think she's being too harsh? Yeah. Like, what if that was our kid? And I said, heck no. I'm yeah. totally with her because you can see that she is a kind, caring, and generous person. It looked like she wanted to help. Right. And you can see that she's trying to help him by not helping. And that's a tough position so to take. So for her to take that stance, I know she has good reason. And it wasn't like she's kicking him out of their life. Right. And she and she is still helping. You know, she paid for the beginning of the hotel room. She just is limiting the resources and so that he will stand on his two feet. Because... He's older. I mean, it's not like he just left home, you know. Come he's on in now. His, yeah, I think he's in his mid, mid-30s. mid He's like closer, 36 or yeah, something. Yeah, I, I think. And he may be a little older than that even now. Yeah. But so, even he said, you know, this is just temporary, just temporary till I get back on my feet. That's what he always feet. says. Nah, that's what she said. And he's been saying that. Mom offered to watch the kids. So both, right, that's a big Both of them help. could work, but I think right. we know that Karini's not working. You know, that's right. not going to happen. You know, the two of them went to the grocery store. 
And Paul is just showing her around. Look at all these yeah. uh, onions, different kinds of onions. Yeah, he's trying to impress her on what it is to it live is. in America. But it's almost in an insulting way. Look at all of our tampons. Right. Look at all of our maxi pads. You know, it was so disgusting. His yeah. Little, his little It almost insults her because he's almost saying, look, you don't have it this good where you came from. You know, I, I mean, it was just the whole thing was awkward. I hope the producers are the one that made him describe what pads and tampons were because yeah. that was that was just flat out good television. Yeah, that was something else. Because, look, he did the whole tampon finger in the well, it goes in inside. The but oh, my God. Isn't that how he, he was talking to her mom yes. about about the wedding ring or something? About putting a ring on her finger, and he he did something similar. It's how he described yeah. the wedding ring. How he wanted to marry he wanted to marry his daughter, right. and he's putting his round finger around around the straight <laughs> finger. I want to do this with your daughter. <laughs> oh, I remember oh. you commenting on that at the <laughs> like, time. Like that could be taken the wrong way. This is completely inappropriate. <laughs> when well, he kept talking about, look, I think you would appreciate, and I don't know how close you were watching, but you know they were getting baby wipes, and it was buy five save five. Oh and, yeah, I get that. And so she's trying to put one back. Paul, you don't have any money, and don't buy those for me. And you, you know, it's five for five, five, buy five, five six. off. And I, I buy know five, five, tell you, he five. was shopping at Kroger because that's how I they think do it was their Walmart. sales. It seemed like no, it, no, it was definitely Kroger because okay. they do the buy five save five dollars. I. Guarantee that you would know. Yeah, that is their promotion. Karini looked embarrassed. She just looked embarrassed. I think Karini's more like me when we're out in public. You'd be going, oh, I got to get five of these. I'm going, just grab four. There's four. You'd you'd go and get a a representative of the store and say, I do have more of these in the back. I I absolutely would. And I believe Paul was doing the same thing. (laughs) So, I mean, Paul's trying to sell Karini on America. Yeah. And I said to you, if he had half a brain. He would have known the best scenario to get her to stay would have been for him to come ahead alone for a period of time, leave her comfortable at home with the help of her parents and family to help with the kid while he comes ahead, maybe stays with his mom temporarily to get a job, save some money and get a place of his own. And then once he was established with a vehicle that was clean and a place to stay and a job to make money, then he flies back. And gets her. gets her, helps pack her up and bring her. And then he has a place and a home to bring her it to. It could have been six months or something sure. that it took. And that would have been. Absolutely. That's a, that's a legitimate plan. And that would be the way to get her feeling like but this could be my home. And mom, he can provide for Mom us. may go, you're just not staying here. And that's entirely possible. But you, know, you could go but get. But he's the, still no worse off than he is now. But now he's trying to pay for all of them you could get an efficiency apartment somewhere where you're just you just have a room or maybe he could rent one of those dump hole trailers that he was trying oh my goodness that was that's what i'm saying dragging her around town in a filthy dumpy car and to the car looked like it cleaned up pretty good it did to these poop hole places to live that nobody would want to live in it's a redo yourself yeah I mean, why, died in why would something. he think she'd be impressed with America or want to stay here with him under those conditions with a baby? Yeah, leave her at the hotel and go, look, well, he probably shouldn't do that either. So. Well, it was the same thing with the car. Why did he drag her to go to the car when he knew what kind of condition it was in? Yeah, was she the, supposed to do sit on the sidewalk and watch yeah. and wait and the for RV, the baby? She wasn't impressed with the RV either. No. 
She said, you know, I have this place at home. Right. So, you know what I did notice on all of that is Paul's leaving there, and you wouldn't have noticed. You know I noticed this stuff. Paul's leaving there, and he turns around, and on his belt loop is <laughs> Only a, you would notice. is a, a key ring with, I'm going to tell you, Kelly, there were 70 keys on to that ring. what? I don't know. I couldn't imagine. I stopped it, rewound it, watched again, and went, you know, this is like a school janitor's key ring this guy's holding on his waist. I'm like, what in the heck? You know, talk about a hoarder. He's the hoarder. Right. Dude doesn't have a place to live. He has a hotel room, and the hotel room doesn't have a key. They don't do that anymore. Right. You've got a card. So he has keys to his car. And he doesn't have keys to his mom's house. <laughs> You're right. We know, <laughs> we know he, that. We know that's not the case. <laughs> so what could those keys be for? No telling. I thought, you know, maybe there was some of his mom. But no, he, he, we already established that he can't get into that house. She took the key off his key ring, he said. How would he notice <laughs> with that many keys? He's limping. <laughs> Holy moly. Maybe he so. has a job and just hasn't shown it on the show. So, and Karini says to him, you know... She really, she tells him to shut up, you know, and and she ended up walking away. Right. And said, Paul, you're no good husband. Right. Like, she said, sometimes you're no good husband. Uh, and I could live back home right. with the baby. You could send money. That would You're right. That would have been the smartest thing to do. Right. That's, that's probably the best plan. Best plan, for sure. Best possible scenario. Because there's no way he's going to convince her that... That he can take care of her here when he doesn't have any place to bring her to. And it doesn't and appear. And no plan. Yeah, she wouldn't be able to work anyway for a while, right. I'm assuming, right? Exactly. So she couldn't get a job if she wanted to. Right. And I don't think she's going to. Right. She is definitely going to have, you know, she's a mom. She's going to have Paul. Paul better be able to take care of her. Yeah, he's got to be able to provide. So. And she can do without a lot. I mean, it's not like she's. You know, demanding stuff. Well, and Paul's stuff. taking advantage. Well, look, you lived in a, you know, a wooden shack. Yeah, when he was, she was pretty mean and insulting. Yeah. So, he gets a little snippy. And at the end, Karini ended up being the one leaving instead of Paul running away. It was yeah. Karini who left. Right. She was just done. Right. Yeah, it's hard to imagine that going well. He just, he's just a loser. I don't know how it's made it this far. And right. what do we hear? Social media rumblings are that... She is pregnant again. Oh, boy. That kind of came out this week. There's one thing they shouldn't be doing. That's the last thing they need. Yeah. So he can buy he can buy tampons. Maybe they should can, have been looking at the condom yeah, department. Yeah, maybe he should ask the pharmacist, how do I keep people from birth getting control. pregnant? There's two ways. Well, there's three <laughs> ways. But maybe that should be something that he thinks about. Why would you, after all that, would that not be something that you would do? Absolutely. I mean, that's just plan out. That is just stupid. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we know what causes that. Yeah. I mean, it's just dumb. And Karini's got to say no. You know, at some point. Right. No. I mean, Paul's not that much of a winner that I can't resist Paul. No, not at all. You could resist Paul, I would imagine. for sure. Well, but, you know, she's got nobody and nothing here. He's got a clean pee hole, though, probably. Don't we know that? (laughs) Yeah, he had them. He had a sleeve for swimming. Yeah, he could put a sleeve on to go swimming, <laughs> but he can't put a sleeve on to keep people from getting pregnant. <laughs> so what a mess! So look, we'll be back next week for the next episodes of it's of of Ninety Day Fiance. We will see you next week. 
<laughs> You've been listening to 90 Day Fiancé, Coupled with Chaos. If you'd like to hear more from Kelly and Steve, look for their other podcast, Coupled with Chaos, in any podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, they can be reached at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. They can also be found at Coupled with Chaos on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 